For small businesses, payroll can seem daunting, but it's doable. Due to tax obligations and employment law compliance, employers cannot simply hand out cash or write checks on payday. So running payroll becomes an ongoing process you must manage carefully from the moment your first employee is hired. In this episode of HR Party of One, we'll cover how to run payroll, including how to set it up from the beginning and what your options are. By the end, you'll have a better understanding on how to pay your people consistently, compliantly, and correctly. We'll discuss three payroll options, how to set up payroll in three steps, and how to run payroll in five steps. Before we get started, I wanted to clarify that this information is for educational purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. Now, let's get going. Three payroll options. Before we discuss how to set up and run payroll, I wanna mention that you don't have to go it alone. All of your payroll processing options fall into three basic strategies. Do it yourself, hire an accountant, or use a payroll service provider. Here are the pros and cons of each. DIY pros and cons. Many small business owners choose to run payroll themselves. It can actually be simpler for new employers with a small workforce, and it's obviously the most affordable option. It's also a great way to stay on top of your organization's finances in the early stages of growth. However, the DIY option comes with a higher risk of error and takes considerably more time. Using spreadsheet software like Excel or Google Sheets can make the process more efficient than manually filling out and calculating payroll information but doing it yourself still requires gathering all the inputs and making sure your calculations are correct. DIY becomes less viable as your business grows in personnel and operations. Accountant pros and cons. Whether outsourced or in-house, hiring an accountant is the most reliable way to run payroll. A dedicated professional can take a hands-on approach to managing your payroll, ensuring accuracy and compliance. They can even serve as a valuable payroll consultant. Hiring an accountant is also the most expensive option, even if you outsource accounting services. If you hire an in-house accountant, you should consider the cost of recruiting, onboarding, and training as well. They may well be worth the cost, though considering the convenience and the confidence of handing it off to a professional. Service provider pros and cons. Using a payroll service provider is more reliable and convenient than doing it yourself and more affordable than hiring an accountant, especially when integrated with an all-in-one human resources information system, or HRIS, like Burning Portal. An HRIS can distribute and collect the necessary tax and benefit forms, track time and attendance, and host tax reporting documentation. Software also automates running payroll, streamlining the process, and eliminating most errors, which can make it easy as pushing a button each pay period. A payroll service provider may not be as accurate and up-to-date as a hands-on accounting professional. And of course, it costs more than running payroll yourself. Adopting new payroll software may require extensive training and add to the responsibilities of your current staff. That's a lot for a small business owner to consider. While there are advantages and disadvantages to all three options, setting up your payroll looks much the same in each scenario. That's what we'll cover next. How to set up payroll in three steps. Regardless of which payroll option you choose, you'll need to follow these three steps first. 
First, register for an EIN. Just as the IRS uses social security numbers to identify individual taxpayers, organizations must have an employer identification number or EIN to file their taxes. The application is free and easily accessible. I'll link it in the description. Depending on your location, you may also be required to register for a separate state or local ID number. Then, collect employee tax information. You'll need to distribute a copy of Form W-4 to each employee and collect their completed forms before you start paying them. Employees fill out Form W-4 to determine their filing status, number of dependents, and other adjustments. Employers use the form to calculate how much tax to withhold from employee paychecks. You can use an HRIS like Bernie Portal to easily distribute and collect W-4s and even remind employees who still need to complete and return the form. You can download a fillable PDF copy of Form W-4 updated for 2022 from the IRS website. I'll link it in the description, along with a detailed guide to filling out the form for you to share with your new hires. And finally, determine payroll schedule. There are generally four options for choosing a pay schedule, monthly, semi-monthly, bi-weekly, and weekly. Most states have laws regulating pay periods, but it's likely you have more discretion in determining your pay schedule than you realize. Keep in mind that the Fair Labor and Standards Act, or FLSA, requires overtime to be calculated weekly. It's also important to consider the most insurance premiums are paid monthly. For these reasons, I would recommend a bi-weekly pay schedule for most organizations. We explained in depth why bi-weekly is the best in an earlier episode of HR Party of One. I'll link it in the description. There are a few other issues to take into consideration when setting up your payroll. For example, workers' compensation insurance is required in every state but Texas, and you'll need the information before running payroll. You'll also need to consider what benefits you'll offer in order to plan for premium deductions. Finally, many small businesses find it easier to manage payroll through a bank account separate from their general business account, so you'll need to have one of those set up as well. As I mentioned, the steps for setting up your payroll are generally the same for everyone, whether you choose to do it yourself, hire an accountant, or use a payroll service provider but your experience of running payroll will vary depending on which option you choose. How to run payroll in five steps. There are basically five steps to running payroll once you have it set up, no matter who you choose to run it or how. Still, many of these steps can be outsourced to an accountant or automated through a payroll service provider. In other words, unless you run payroll yourself, it's easy to take some of these steps for granted. So to make sure I explain the topic as thoroughly as possible, I'll cover how to run payroll in five steps as if you were taking the DIY approach. Step one, calculate hours and gross pay. The FLSA divides workers into two categories based on income and job duties, exempt and non-exempt. Exempt workers are salaried, and generally you can calculate their gross pay by dividing their yearly salary by the number of pay periods in the year. Non-exempt workers are hourly, and you can calculate their gross pay by multiplying the number of hours they've worked in the pay period by their hourly rate. Don't forget to include any overtime pay at one and a half times each worker's hourly rate. 
For more information on how to calculate overtime pay, check out an episode of HRFAQ on the topic. For an even deeper dive into the difference between exempt and non-exempt employees, you may be interested in an earlier episode of HR Party of One. I'll link to both of them in the description. You can track workers' hours through punch clocks, paper timesheets, or a spreadsheet, but an HRIS like Bernie Portal can make time and attendance tracking much more accurate and convenient. It can even factor in paid and unpaid time off. You'll also need to calculate stipends, bonuses, and tips for gross pay. Step two, deduct benefits and withhold taxes. This is where the real challenge of running payroll comes into play. While the terms are often used interchangeably, deductions and withholdings are not the same thing. Taxes are withheld and benefits are deducted. More specifically, you should first subtract the total amount of health plan and life insurance premiums, HSA and 401k contributions and other pre-tax deductions. Then calculate how much federal income tax, social security tax and Medicare tax to withhold from each employee's paycheck based on how they've completed their W-4. State and local income taxes may also apply. To be clear, these taxes only apply to the amount of gross pay minus pre-tax deductions. The IRS website has a tax withholding estimator that can help you with these calculations. Finally, subtract the total amount of all post-tax deductions such as Roth IRA contributions, disability insurance premiums, and union dues. Court-ordered wage garnishments for child support, outstanding tax obligations, and debt repayments are also subtracted after taxes. An accountant or payroll service provider can significantly reduce errors and hassle for this crucial step. Step three, pay employees. Once you've deducted benefits and withheld taxes from gross pay, you're left with an employee's net pay, also known as take-home money. While smaller businesses may prefer to hand out cash or cut paper checks, most find direct deposit more convenient and cost-effective as their organization grows and offer employees an option. Either way, most states require employers to provide employees with documentation, called a pay stub, detailing how their net pay was calculated, including hours, pay rate, deductions, and withholdings. Step four, pay and file taxes. Of course, you still have to pay all those taxes you've withheld from workers' paychecks. Employers must deposit payroll taxes on a monthly or semi-weekly basis. I'll link to the IRS website in the description to help you determine which deposit schedule your business is required to follow. In addition to payroll tax deposits, employers use Form 941 to pay for their share of federal taxes and to report the amount of taxes they withheld from workers' wages. Form 941 must be filed on a quarterly basis. You can download a fillable PDF copy of Form 941 from the IRS website. I'll link to it in the description along with a guide to filling out the form. You are also required to pay unemployment taxes, which may not be withheld from the employee's paychecks. To comply with the Federal Unemployment Tax Act, or FUTA, employers must file Form 940 annually. You can also download a fillable PDF copy of Form 940 from the IRS website. I'll link to it in the description along with a guide to filling out the form. 
Finally, employers must prepare, furnish, and file Form W-2 for each employee each year. Employees need the W-2 wage and tax statement in order to file their own individual tax returns. Again, you can also download a fillable PDF copy of Form W-4 from the IRS website, which I'll link in the description along with a guide on how to fill it out. As with calculating withholding taxes, an accountant or payroll service provider can significantly reduce errors and hassle for this crucial step. Non-compliance can be costly. And finally, step five, maintain and retain records. Federal law requires employers to maintain accurate and organized payroll records. For tax purposes, you must retain records for at least four years. According to the IRS, these records should contain the following information. Your employer identification number, amounts and dates of all wage annuity and pension payments, amounts of tips reported, the fair market value of in-kind wages pay, names, addresses, social security numbers, and occupations of employees and recipients. Any employee copies of Form W-2 that were returned to you as undeliverable. Dates of employment. Periods for which employees and recipients were paid while absent due to sickness or injury and the amount and weekly rate of payments you or third-party payers made to them. Copies of employees and recipients' income tax withholding certificates such as Forms W-4, W-4P, W-4S, and W-4V dates and amounts of tax deposits you made, copies of returns filed, records of allocated tips, and records of fringe benefits provided, including substantiation. The Department of Labor also requires employers to keep wage records such as time cards, wage rate tables, job evaluations, collective bargaining agreements, work schedules, and records of wage changes for two years. A robust, all-in-one HRIS like Burning Portal can help you better maintain and retain payroll records to comply with federal and state law. Even if you'd rather focus on more strategic objectives, payroll is one of the most important functions of your business. After all, you need to pay your people well to help you achieve those objectives, and you need to pay them correctly to protect your bottom line. As always, remember that your role is as strategic as you make it. 